You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode 66 of season 7. It's your man Edub right back at you again. And uh, it almost feels like we did a podcast last night, but I guess it wasn't last night. I guess it was the night before. Anywho, we are back, man, talking about another Hawks victory, talking about a Hawks playoff uh, run. They are, um, well, they're officially uh, not in the play-in. So we knew they were going to make the playoffs, but now it's it's becoming a little bit clearer now. It's becoming a little bit clearer. The Hawks finish up uh the Washington Wizards after another close game, a, 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 uh, this was a battle, man. This was a battle. If you watch the game, there's really no other way to describe it. Hawks get the victory 120 over one, 120 to 116. Uh, a big fourth quarter comeback for the Hawks, putting up 37 in the final frame, doing what needed to be done. Right, it was like a it was like a all hands on deck type of win. Um, it wasn't really just one guy catching fire. It wasn't. Um, 
I mean, it was just a collection of, of the pieces. And Coach Pier- I mean, Coach Nate always talked about that. Believing that you can win. Believing, believing, believing. And, uh, yeah, man, this team believed they could win, and they did. They, you know, got a very good win tonight. Uh, I would say even a confidence booster, dare I say. Even though the Wizards are still uh, a below 500 team, even though they didn't have Bradley Beal, still, you still got Russell Westbrook out there. You still got some players out there. And um, I would say the way they won this game is a confidence booster. But nevertheless, man, we're going to talk about all that in this podcast. Um, We're going to talk about... uh, the possible possible playoff matchups there's still some seeding that needs to go on the hawks have two more games uh some of the teams around them have about three more games we're going to look at the standings in the final segment um we're going to look at um you know where they stand as of now right now they stand pretty good right now they're the fourth seed they have home court advantage in the fourth round i mean in the first round at least for now Barring any uh, unforeseen circumstances, but uh, a good win for the Atlanta Hawks, uh, despite a big night from Russell Westbrook, uh, who went 34 and 15, uh, added five rebounds. So he didn't get a triple dub, but um, he was really good tonight too. And uh, I don't know, man. It kind of seemed like he ran out of gas. Maybe I'm thinking, but. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Credit the Hawks for a huge win in the fourth quarter. So uh, before we get into the uh, brief recap, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, all that jazz. We're on Twitter at Hawks Beat. Make sure you give us a follow. Make sure you retweet the podcast anytime you see it out, man. We are greatly appreciate it. We're everywhere, man. YouTube, you know how to get at us. So uh, we appreciate you guys for checking us out. So um, let's get into it, man. First first quarter, it, it was it was a lot of back and forth, uh, a lot of back and forth in that first quarter. I thought the Hawks came out good. You know, I thought they came out swinging. And um, you knew it was going to kind of be a battle because, I mean, Washington, they're not going to go away lightly. Like, I don't care if Beal's playing or not. Like, anytime you got Russ and you got four guys that are competent, (laughs) they're going to battle. So, like, I I don't know. Like, some Hawks fans were tweeting, like, they they, they thought this game was just going to be a walkover. Like, nah, bro. These guys going to come to play. They going to come to play. Um, First quarter, I thought Trey Young got off to a good start, man. A good rhythm. Got to the line. Uh, put up 11 points in that first quarter, and the Hawks dominated. I mean, well, they didn't really dominate. It was a lot of back and forth in that first quarter. Hawks won the quarter, but um, a lot of back and forth. Um, 35 to 30. It was a lot of uh, a lot of shooting going on. <laughs> the defense was. Listen, um, I'm about to I'm about to age myself, but nowadays you're not going to see a lot of games where. You come ac- you come away from the game and like, whew, that was some good defense. <laughs> this isn't the nineties. This isn't the eighties. It's not even the seventies. You're just not gonna do that. So I mean, the defense was what it was. You dig? Um, yeah, thirty-five to thirty after that first quarter. Uh, Nate McMillan goes pretty deep into his bench. You know, he he he, run, he goes ten deep in that first quarter. 
uh, with uh, Snell, Gallinari, Okongu, Hill, and Lou Will coming off the bench, all getting some burn in that first quarter. So, um, as as first quarters go, it's a lot of feeling out. The Wizards start to make a little comeback in the second quarter. Russell Westbrook starts to take over a little bit, and and I think that. Um, he just he he has a good feel for the game, you know. I think with Russ, one of the knocks on him and one of the his his, um, his greatest strength can be his greatest deficit. I believe. What I mean by that is Russ is a guy that plays with a lot of energy. Like when you watch Russell Westbrook play, you're not going to see another guy on either team play as hard as him you're just not gonna do it. you're not gonna you're not gonna see another guy play harder than russell westbrook he to me probably it, it appears that he is the hardest working guy out there he is literally doing everything he moves at such a a, a, a dizzying pace but i also think that is a problem because come the fourth quarter i think he just doesn't have the legs at time to close things out, to finish things out. I think he has the desire and the will and the heart, but I just don't think that sometimes he has enough to close out games. And uh, for as much as we love Russ, you know, and, and I gave him a shout out last year, in, in yesterday's, in the, in the podcast 65, you know, talking about, about the record he broke. But uh, I think that's one of his uh, Achilles heels in his game. Uh, I, I think that... If someone taught him to maybe preserve some of that for the fourth quarter, maybe there may be something there, but whatever. Um, but yet, second quarter, Russ goes for 16. Um, Wizards hit like a three as time expires. And so now you're going into the halftime. Wizards up by three, 59 to 56. And uh, we got a ball game. We got a ball game. And, you know, I always talk about the tweets and stuff, and it's funny. Like, I'm not going to talk about the tweets tonight, but listen. I mean, y'all know who y'all are. <laughs> it's just funny, man. It, it, it never it never ceases to amaze me. Uh, in, third, in, in the third quarter, man, the Wizards start to flex their muscle a little bit, right? And I actually had to Google Daniel Gafford. I believe I said his name right, but uh, I was like, who is this dude that's like cooking the Hawks? Like he's a backup, um, you know, Daniel, he's he's the backup center to, to the uh, for the Wizards. And I was like, who is this dude, man? Because he was getting boards. He, he, he was he was giving them the Hawks fits. I was like, yo, is Clinton out in the game? Is a Congo? Like what's going on? But uh, Gafford is a 6'10", 235 center. Uh, I don't, I don't know where he went to college. Let me see if I can dig up a little, little, little info on, on Mr. Gafford. But he was doing some work, man. He was doing some work. Uh, went to, went to uh, Arkansas, drafted by the Bulls in the second round in the 2019 draft. So uh, he, he's kind of a journeyman. But he, he, he was putting in work in that second quarter. I mean, in that third quarter. Um. The Wizards were five points better than the Hawks in the third quarter, and I don't think the Hawks the Hawks had a necessarily bad quarter. Um, they didn't hit any three balls, you know. They were one of eight, but I mean, they shot fifty four percent. They shot better than the, than the Wizards actually. 
Um, the Wizards shot 51%. But, um, you know, sometimes it's just kind of a numbers game. I thought that they were more physical than the Hawks in the third quarter. I thought they were more physical than the Hawks uh, in the fourth quarter to begin with. But uh, the Hawks just, I believe, I, I don't know what, um, as far as the time mark was concerned, I don't know when the Hawks began to turn it around, but it just seemed like they start chipping away at that lead slowly but surely. They got a 10, I think, around the nine-minute mark. And I tweet, I'm like, yo, there's still time left. You know, I think they're going like a 9-0 run. Bogey hit some huge threes. And John Collins hit probably the biggest three of the night uh, with, with time expiring in the corner. Trey found him in a nice, beautiful pass. I mean, it was just like, yo, he's wide open. Knocked down the shot. And uh, Hawks took the lead, man. So it, it was um, it, it, it was it was nice to see uh, this team um, go through something and accomplish something and, and, and overcome this adversity that they had in this game. After the game, a lot of the, a lot of some of the media were just asking kind of like just full circle questions, like to John and to Trey, like, how does it feel? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like three years you've been in this rebuild, but now you guys are about to go to the playoffs and trying to get that perspective. And, and you know, and to the credit, the guys, you know, they can't really, you know, they're still taking it in. So it wasn't like they could really articulate it. You know, they were excited for the moment. But, you know, there's still a lot of growing to go. There's still a lot of growing uh, to be had. But um, a lot of excitement tonight after the game from Coach, from Trey, from John. Um, we didn't record uh, the, the the press conference, but I'm sure Jamelia will have it up on her um, YouTube. So make sure you check out ATL Hawks fans. Uh, on YouTube, and uh, you can catch the videos there. We're going to take a quick break on the second half. We're going to talk takeaways uh, from tonight's victory. We're going to talk player of the game. We're going to look at some of the stats and numbers, uh, and then, uh, you know, we'll do like we do, man. <laughs> Listen to the Hawks Week Podcast, episode 66, season 7. Man, we're almost uh, at the end of the regular season. Can you all believe that? Crazy. <laughs> we'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry ships straight to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. So if you are looking for some custom bracelets or necklaces, go see our guy Jonathan at TillmansTrinketsandThings.com. Again, that's TillmansTrinketsandThings.com. Tell him the Hawksbeat sent you. You'll be happy you did. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Hawksbeat Podcast, episode 66 of season 7. Yes, we have done 66 of these things this season, man. Definitely a record for the Hawksbeat. Got to take a moment and just pat myself on the back. (laughs) I played. But uh, let's talk takeaways, guys. What are some takeaways from this game? And if you're on Twitter, hit me up, man. Let me know what, what are some of your takeaways from this game. Uh, to me, the big obvious one was just to see the growth of these Atlanta Hawks. And just, you know, I, I've been covering this Hawks team for this is my seventh season. And I've seen them go through a lot of changes. And, 
seeing the the real the rebuild wasn't always pretty you know and a lot of times it was very ugly and um but i believe every part of the step was necessary and i think that if you're going to talk takeaways if we're going to talk takeaways uh you got to take a moment and give that man travis slink some credit you got to take a minute and give him some credit from everything that he did even realizing some of his mistakes that he did that he had made not being uh uh too big of a man to admit that he made mistakes or, or transactions that didn't work out and then bringing players in pushing players out you know the change to make uh to to move on from coach pierce uh was a tough decision for him but he made it and uh you know it it all worked out you know you had nate mcmillan who has a wealth of experience and he came in and he he did a a a a masterful job a masterful job and and nate is, is no you know he's no he's no rookie like Nate has pedigree. Nate has been in this thing for a long time. So to me, takeaways are first of all, you have to take a moment and give Travis Schlink his due. Second of all, you got to credit the players for stepping up, showing some growth uh, over the years, you know, especially Trey, you know. Um, there were moments where, you know, in the past where Trey would just try to just go, you know, just gunning, <laughs> you know, and that wasn't always conducive for winning basketball. So teaching him to slow down, you know, and they talked a little bit about that on the national broadcast, teaching him how to slow down yet still play his game, slow down a little bit, you know, have faith in your teammates, you know, trusting Bogey to make a shot, trusting John to make shots. And uh, you just see the growth all along, you know, not just with Trey, but with John and, and the rest of the guys, you know. You just hate that guys like Cam and guys like DeAndre uh, have been battling injuries all season. The word on DeAndre was um, he didn't have any – and DeAndre was a question that I had yesterday. Um, on the podcast that was released yesterday, um, I said the big thing for DeAndre is going to be – how does he feel after the game, right? Like, so how do you feel? Like, it's good that you play. But, last, I mean, he played, you know, a while back. Then next thing you know, he's, he's hurt again. So, um, Coach said that he didn't have any ill effects from the game uh, on Monday. He just said as a coaching staff, they just decided to be extra cautious with him and keep him out this game. So, that was good to hear that he didn't have any setbacks or anything like that. He was good to go. It was just kind of a precaution of let's just, you know, not take it let, let's just take it easy instead of, you know, really pushing things, but good. Um you hope that he will be a, a, a determining factor. Like, I believe if you are to make a any type of run in the playoffs, you will need a guy like DeAndre Hunter. The reason being is because playoffs, um, you're going to need somebody that can take advantage of those those mid-range shots, and, that, and that's what DeAndre Hunter is here for. <laughs> he is here for the mid-range, and I, I would say he's the Hawks' best mid-range shooter you know, so if he can get right, if he can get, you know, uh, in, in a decent type of shape, or I don't know what type of shape he's in, but 
Uh, however he can contribute to the mid-range game, I think that will be a tremendous uh, asset for the Atlanta Hawks. So, um, let's go into takeaways, man. Good, bad, and the ugly. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, to me, let, let's start with the good. Let's start with the good. Um, I would say the good for tonight is just the overall, the overall, um, what's the word I'm looking for? <sighs> Not the finality, but just the results, I would say, is my good for tonight. The results of not having to go to a play-in game. I, th- I think that uh, the fact that that is certain, that you don't have to go into the play-in game, that was the goal. And, and Coach McMillan said after the game, he said, look, when I got called to come to this coaching staff, he said, I talked with Coach Pierce, and that was the goal, the playoffs, to, to not have to deal with the play-in game. And this is one of the goals that they had, and it's one of the goals that you have that you can mark off. Hey, check mark, you know. He also said there's still more work to be done. But if, if we're talking about the good, I think that checking off that uh, thing on your to-do list, I think that's good. I think that's very good. So if there was a great, that and that would be great. <laughs> if there was, uh, you know, a great button, I, I would say it was great. But yeah, that was the the good tonight for me. Um, as far as the bad is concerned, what was the bad for tonight? Let me let me maybe let me let me stop and think about this. What was the bad for tonight? It wasn't much bad at all. But uh, let me let me take a moment to think about it. <laughs> Um, I think this might be one of those nights where I really don't even have like a bad or an ugly. I mean, if I really wanted to be like nitpicky, like I can say, oh, Kevin Herter didn't shoot the ball for, you know, the second night in a row, didn't really shoot the ball well, but I'm not just going to, you know, I'm not going to bang on Kevin like that. Like, yeah, he didn't have a good shoot night again. It is what it is, but like, nah, I don't, so as far as the good, bad and the ugly, don't really have a bad or an ugly tonight. Sometimes that's just going to be what it's going to be, you know. So, um, Hawks get the W. Uh, they don't have to worry about the playing game. Now it's just a matter of seeding. They could be anywhere from the four seed to the five seed to the six seed. And uh, we're going to have to just wait to see how these the rest of these games play out, man. Um, as far as the Fab Five, I'm going to go with, again, I'm going to go with the starters again tonight but i will say this i thought that um some of the guys off the bench had decent contributions i don't i think they played much better this game than they did the previous game against uh washington um especially the rookie man uh akongu i think that he gave them pretty good minutes tonight when it's all said and done like he wasn't anything spectacular he wasn't anything that's going to lead off on, <laughs> on sports center but uh i mean he only played 10 minutes but i thought he had good minutes 10 minutes had 11 points in 10 minutes four rebounds he was a plus one and i thought he gave him good minutes you know and so you know he doesn't make my fab five, but I, I think that he gave them good minutes tonight. I, I will, I'll tell you what. I'm going to put him in the fab five. I think he, I think he makes the five five. I, I thought he had a better night than Kevin Herter. I'll, I'll do that. No shade to Kevin Herter. Y'all know I love Kevin. I always like Kevin. I want Kevin to uh, – and I'll just say this. I, I was I was doing some you know research today 
while I was at work. <laughs> Don't tell nobody. But uh, I was just saying, like, Kevin Herter has shown a lot of improvement this year in his game uh, on the defensive end and, and, you know, the playmaking game. I, I think that his game is just – I thought it matured a lot this year. So, you know, big ups to Kev, man. Keep doing your thing. Keep shooting that thing. You know, that's what shooters do. Shooters shoot. All right? Shooters shoot. If you got a game where you two for six or one for eight, guess what? Next game, you better fire that thing up because shooters shoot. So, um, as far as Fab Five is concerned, man, Fab Five, uh, I'm going to start it off with the rookie, man. Onyeko Okongu played only 10 minutes, 42 seconds, 11 points, four, four, uh, four rebounds, was five of seven shooting tonight. I thought he was active. I thought he gave him good minutes. Look. When you're a rookie in the playoffs, you may get 10 minutes. You may not get any minutes. But if you get 10 minutes, you may you better make good use of the 10 minutes. And I wish I would have seen the stat sheet. I would have asked Nate about that. But um, everybody was kind of in the, uh, you know, how does it feel to be in the playoffs steelo? So I kind of just let that ride. Um, John Collins, look, man, what can you say about the guy? Hit up. Big shot tonight, 18 points, six boards, five of 12 shooting. Uh, made six of eight from his free throws. Um, the kid was extremely happy after the game. It's always good to see him in a great mood. John has been one of those. He, he's the longest tenured Hawk. And he is one of those guys, when you look at his the totality of his career, he has always been the guy that has just been consistently just upbeat. You know, I would say he is the leader in that locker room. Uh, even more so than Trey at times, I've said. But, yeah, good game tonight from John. 18 points, big shots when he needed to make them. Uh, Clint Capella, 17 and 11. Uh, seven for seven from the floor tonight. And uh, Clint Capella doing big Clint Capella things. Two block shots. And one of those was a huge block shot um, towards the end of the game. And, uh, you know, Clint doing what Clint does, man. And what can you say about the backcourt, man? I thought Bogey. Uh, Bogey had 20 points, 8 of 15 shooting. I thought that Bogey really kept the Hawks in it when everybody else was struggling. Right? So, like, when everyone else was struggling, I thought that Bogey made some big shots. And I was like, this one, this one shot he made from the corner, man, the net didn't even move. I was like, God, dog. Like, you know, my man was just, he was out there shooting that thing. So, um, you know, Got to give props out to Bogey tonight. Played 40 minutes. And uh, Trey Young, um, 33 points, 9 assists, 12 of 25 shooting. What can you say about the kid, you know? What can you say about the kid, man? He's got a heart uh, like a lion. Uh, he comes back regardless. He doesn't get too high with the highs and too lows with the lows, and that's what you need from your point guard. And uh, 33 and 9 tonight, man. Just a great night. So, um Big ups to Trey. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our Fab Five. So um, let's take a look at our player of the game. Let's go and read some of your tweets that you guys sent us. Um, again, make sure you're following us at Hawks Beat. And uh, we'll read your tweets on, on the podcast, man. We'll read your tweets on the podcast. So as usual, it is my custom. I said, uh Hawks fans, who was your player of the game? Uh, Mr. At Third Bow checked in first, said John Collins for me for the clutch shot. He said, my bro was with me. 
He says Trey all day. Too many points not to be it. All right, thanks, Third Bow, for checking us out. Angry Georgian 83 said Rayford Young Jr. <laughs> so cold. <laughs> Janie Atlanta said Bogey clamping up Westbrook about as good as anyone could. Okay, I mean, I guess that's one way to look at it. Um, Leal 256 said JC Mandy. At H321, says John Collins. Uh, yeah, so let's see who else. Who else? Who else checked in with us? Uh, J.M. Bloomfield said, massive growth from Trey making the pass to, to an open JC instead of shooting it himself. Yeah, and that's part of the learning process. That's part of the learning process. That's part of the the maturation of Trey Young that we've seen. So, um our, our, our player of the game, we're going to go with John Collins. Hitting the big shots, playing a good two-way game tonight. I thought was the best player uh, on both sides of the ball for the Hawks. Um, no disrespect to Trey Young. I'll give him an honorable mention, but I'm going to go with JC as the player of the game. Um, yeah, man. We went a little long in this segment, but I wanted to make sure that we covered everything and we got everything out. Um, third segment, we're going to look at possible playoff matchups. We're going to look at the standings, take a look at the scoreboard, and see if there's any playoff implications with the games going on tonight. Let's to the Hawksby Podcast, episode 66. One more segment, and we'll be out of your hair. And uh, keep it locked. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Dow Family Wellness. Are you dealing with pain? No, I'm not talking about the pain when your team loses a ball game. I'm talking about back pain, neck pain. <laughs> well, listen, you need to go see our guy, Dr. Rick, the chiropractor of the Hawks Beat podcast. Whether you've been in an auto accident, you may be an expecting mother, suffering from migraines, any type of neck pain or back pain, Dr. Rick is here to help. Dr. Rick and the good folks over at Dow Family Wellness use the latest in computerized technology to diagnose your issues, and they have affordable cash plans. Here's what he's doing for our listeners. Consultation, exam, digital pics, computer scans, and an adjustment, all for $37. Yep, I said it first time visit, $37. So call our guy, Dr. Rick, 470 395 3478. That's 470-395-3478. Stop letting that pain fester. Call Dr. Rick at Dowell Family Wellness. Tell him the Hawks Beat sent you and take the first step to living pain-free. All right, ladies and gentlemen, third and final segment as we wrap things up on this um podcast hawks beat podcast episode 66 season 7 the atlanta hawks take care of the washington wizards 120 to 116 uh trey young with 33 points nine assists eight boards he almost grabbed a triple double himself tonight watch out um let's take a look at the scoreboard as it is right now uh the west coast games are still kind of going on but a game with Eastern Conference implications. The Celtics lose to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Boy, that Celtics team is a mess. Um, 
Yeah, man, they lose to the Cavs. <laughs> the Nets take care of the Spurs. Uh, Rockets and Lakers are still going at it. Jazz and Blazers are, are, is a game that I have on right now. It's a really good game. Portland's up in that game. And the Pelicans and the Mavericks. So the only game that is really uh, Eastern Conference implications are the Boston Celtics. But um, I don't think anyone's <laughs> I don't think anyone's worried about the Boston Celtics. Uh, if you're an Atlanta Hawks fan, um, it looks like the um, Celtics, Hornets, and Pacers have all punched their tickets to become playoff play in bound. Uh, it looks like I think that's what the uh, let me see what that graphic says. PB, yeah, play in birth, yeah. So uh, you're playing for the East. It's gonna be Celt. It's gonna be some kind of combination of Celtics, Hornets, and the Pacers. And I imagine that the Wizards will get in there once uh, they win their next game. I don't foresee the Chicago Bulls uh, catching them. They're like three games behind, so um, that is what that is. So the first six seeds is what we're gonna look at, and uh, the first three is and this is of course this possibly could change because uh you know we're just saying it's like in real time so you have the sixers the nets and the bucks as far as the um the 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 top three seeds the four seed right now is the atlanta hawks uh a half a game behind them are the miami heat the five seed and the New York Knicks would be the three seed. So, if all stays the same. The matchups for the first six, you're looking at the Bucks would host the Knicks, the Hawks would host the Heat, and the Nets and the Sixers would host some facsimile of those guys in the playoffs. I mean, in the uh, the playing game. Personally, if I'm a Hawks fan, I want to play the Knicks in that first in that first playoff round i'd rather play the knicks than the heat yes i know you beat the heat but you beat the heat without jimmy butler and this is a different heat team i'm gonna I'm I'm be honest with you this is a different heat team you look at that roster and all you see are guys with playoff and finals pedigree that's all you see now the hawks have a little playoff pedigree you know with lou will and um, you know, uh, you know, Clint Capella, I believe he has a little playoff experience, but the Hawks don't have their main guys with playoff experience. Miami Heat are built for playoff basketball. Do I think that the Hawks can beat them? I think they can. I think they can beat anybody. However, if I had a choice, I would play. I would. I would want the Knicks in the playoff simply because. The Knicks are kind of like the Hawks in being that this is kind of still new to them. Like the Heat were here last year. They know what to expect. So, you know, that's just kind of my two cents on how I see it. So, um, as far as the rest of the season is concerned for the Atlanta Hawks, they have a game tomorrow. So, quick turnaround. Have a back-to-back with the Orlando Magic. Good thing for the Hawks. Magic ain't trying to win no games. <laughs> they're not trying to win no games. They're not even trying to make it seem like they're trying to win no games. So, I mean, 
that's the good thing. They're going to come in here with the G League team and Cole Anthony for the most part. They're 21 and 48. Uh, they're battling the Pistons for the worst record in the league. Well, no, nah, they don't have the worst record. The Rockets have the worst record. And then you get to play the Rockets on, what's today? Tomorrow is going to be Thursday. I believe they play the Rockets on uh, Saturday, uh, Thursday, they all Friday, I think. Yeah, I think it's a Saturday game. But, uh, yeah, you got two, two gimmies last game of the season. Go ahead and take care of those gimmies. And uh, go into the playoffs with, uh, listen, you can go into the playoffs with uh, as a 41-win team. That's something. Like, that's something. So, um, yeah, those are the, the, the possible playoff matchups. That's, those, those are the matchups right now as we speak. That is what the schedule looks like for the rest of the week. And uh, playoffs going to start soon, man. Playoffs going to start soon. So, uh, if you're a Hawks fan, I know this is exciting. And, uh, yeah, man, just just embrace it. Embrace it, you know. Um, this team has fought hard. They've grown a lot. And they have a really good basketball team. And I believe they have a fighter's chance in any playoff series that they end up in. So, it's good that they have home court uh, for the time being. Hopefully, they can hold on to that. And, uh, you know, they, they control their own destiny, man. Control their own destiny. So, ladies and gentlemen, I believe that is it. Uh, again, thank you guys for checking us out. Make sure you support our sponsors at thehawksbeat.com. Go to the webpage, click on the banners, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Give us some more. I think Apple Podcasts has something now where they don't really do subscribing, I think they do following. So go ahead and follow the podcast. <laughs> Give us some, show us some love, and we would greatly appreciate it. Like we always say, man, God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.